Today, in future history. Welcome, sentient beings. It is passion and love which drive many of the most important movements in life, from art to music to celebrations of all kinds. But passion and love are very little when not shared. Singularly, they might amuse and draw some satisfaction, but only when it is possible to see that same reaction explode across another person's face is it truly realized. And so today we turn to one of the brightest stars in the joy business that was for a time extinguished on this day, August 31st. It was on this day in 4299 when the convention universally recognized as DragonCon finally ended. The annual celebration began in the ancient days of 1987 in the town then called Atlanta. At the time, it was described as, quote, a gathering of cognoscenti in the worlds of science fiction, fantasy, and related genre materials, end quote. And, quote, a wicked good party where you could find yourself drinking with a werewolf, joking with an evil fairy princess, trading digits with a steampunk doctor, being hit on by someone in a uniform from a story, and being served green burgers of a giant robot's toe. And you don't even think that's unusual. End quote. Over time, the celebrations grew, at first occupying only a handful of hotels in the downtown area and then eventually taking over much of the city. It also grew in length from three days to four, and eventually the full year. By the time it ended, the convention had lasted continuously over 2,000 years, or approximately 731,000 days. The new neighborhood of DragonCon, or DCon for short, was not entirely welcomed for a while by residents of Atlanta, who viewed it with amused suspicion. Quote, it's the strangest thing I ever saw, end quote said one concerned citizen. Another person chuckled a bit and expressed the attitude that many would adopt. Quote, Well, as long as they shop here and are peaceful, I can put up with many people pretending for fun as you want. End quote. DragonCon had long made available lifetime passes to its convention, and that further introduced the idea of people purchasing such an option for their children when they were born. Also, people approaching retirement age realized that they could afford to permanently occupy some of the hotels as condominiums, investing in their upkeep and handing them down when they passed to the next generation of con-goers. It was much cheaper than living forever on a cruise ship, and with a lot less outbreaks of communicable diseases. The citizens of the Decon neighborhood were a large enough force that they could influence local politics. For example, they lobbied and fundraised for the creation of a larger set of interbuilding walking tube connections, referred to as habit trails. This further enhanced the experience of getting around the convention and added even more floors which would have good parties and other gatherings. Remote work also made it possible to do customer support while wearing your Jedi robes or develop new software while sitting at the back of a panel on a cute cartoon about aberrant steampunk bees. Panels themselves evolved. Originally intended as a simple highlight and spotlight for the celebration or discussion of a particular topic in fandom, they started to include basic education for children attending the convention and many more advanced topics as well. They even increased the interest in education from young people, 
who were the envy of other districts where they didn't learn about basic economics by studying the Ferengi way, or have arts education on a replica starship, such as Farscape's Moya. Originally, the convention activities were organized approximately into many different tracks, each following a broad topic. These grew and formalized considerably, developing into full-blown degree programs. DGU became an accredited trade school, university, and recognized participant in the UN, all in the span of the first century. It was said to be the most fun anyone had ever had getting their certifications, and arguably the DragonCon neighborhood was the best educated on the planet. It also had the most outrageous dress code, where you were only given demerits if you didn't have at least some form of basic cosplay. Many scholars would compare the Decon neighborhood to the later developed fictionations like Mysteryburg, but the classification is disputed, not only because the term fictionation wasn't even coined for another 250 years after the end of the neighborhood. In addition, DragonCon was far too organic and only barely centrally organized, and never sought to achieve that municipal status. As chaotic and multifaceted as it was, it lacked the true coherence of a city-state. Instead, it lived as a sort of permanent changing fixture, although its population and appearance constantly fluctuated, depending on the season. Besides, people were too busy having fun to really care about such things as nations. This, arguably, is also why the Dark Ages came in general. Ultimately, however, it was the Dark Ages of Earth, and particularly the downturn in Fanatar America, which ended the continuous party. Despite losing its permanent status, it continued to be celebrated every year, but now only as a four-day convention once more. However, when Mysteryburg finally emerged, people remembered the stories of their great-grandparents, handed down in long, animated, and sometimes puppet-show-enhanced displays, while the continuity of that glorious, long-standing traditional alternative gathering had been lost, replaced by the shrunken limited days, the spirit was strong and the world was very eager to party once more. So, while it was not recognized in its original long-standing form as a fictionation, it was reborn in 4755 as one of the strongest and happiest and weirdest. It is generally accepted that the reincorporation of DragonCon as a city-state was one of the leading indicators of the end of the Dark Age. May DragonCon now continue forever. This has been Today in Future History. While it is not possible to directly engage in most of the people, places, and things at the heart of our historical explorations, it should be sufficient to realize that they all have existed, and let that be a joyous imagining. Or if they have not yet happened to you, they are something to look forward to. Tune in tomorrow to discover that conclusion dates, like deadlines, are truly best when you can hear them whooshing on by. Stay calm, and remember that you too should seek out opportunities to gather with like-minded people and a few thousand others, just for the heck of it, if it is safe and mildly affordable to do so. Kyle